Hey, everybody. Welcome to 90 Day Fiance Cray Cray. I'm Kim. And I'm Kyle. And Kim, I, I know women are not precise creatures. We all know these. But I have a proposal, okay? <laughs> what I have is a proposal. It? I have a proposal for all women. Can you all make like a universal pact of all women to leave any man that calls you bro on a daily basis? Oh, dude, yeah, no, not for me. Do you don't you think that our society would be so much better if that type of just human being wasn't tolerated? I there's this guy Aaron from Bachelor in Paradise that is exactly who you're describing, and yes, I'm on board. I, I don't like it, bro. Bro, I'll totally kick his ass if he tries to start shit. Never mind, I got fucking taken down in three seconds on camera. Bruh. Okay, bruh. <laughs> Thank you, Charlie. Yeah, I mean, I'm just mainly, my biggest takeaway from I this- I didn't bit- change. <laughs> Y'all canceled Charlie, but I didn't change. <laughs> Why does he think it's a flex that you never change? I don't, I don't know. You should change. We should hopefully evolve. Um, your takeaway. It was a disturbing scene with Megan and Charlie. <laughs> they like yeah. want to get Andre deported. Uh, I was really offended by the onslaught of hate for Submit when they're like, "Well, you said when we got together, you said you didn't want kids." I'm like, he was twenty fucking two. So guess what? <laughs> Sorry, old lady, for hooking up with a child who was 22, and he, you know, when you're, I didn't want kids when I was 22. Uh, Most people aren't really thinking along those lines, so it's kind of messed up to be like, well, you know, you said when we started this relationship, well, yeah, he was very young, so we're allowed to change our minds as we grow older. These two are both dumb. They're both to blame, I think, for I, this whole I, thing. But they I don't, need to get a I divorce. Don't, I, I don't blame Jenny for thinking that there's no point anymore in staying there to try to reconcile with the family. Um, I, but I honestly I don't wonder, think moving to America is going to fix anything. No, it'll make it, it, Summit will be even more miserable. I honestly wonder if this will be the first 90 day couple that we are watching. In detail, the full circle, like their season on the original, like or I guess they were on tow, like the blow up of Summit divorcing his other wife to be with her. They finally get married after 18 seasons on the franchise, and now we're going to see them get divorced and go their separate ways. I feel like we've seen that with Danielle and Muhammad, but... um like on camera, the whole but their thing relationship kind of wasn't up. real. Yeah, but their relationship was never real. This one is real. Yeah, but yeah, I, I agree. It was just much faster. <laughs> the 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 kids thing is idiotic. Uh, I hate him for that because the implication is that we're gonna bring a child into our family simply to appease my parents because that's not going to create emotional trauma for that child fuck you he's he's just a piece of he's an idiot it seemed like this episode he was kind of coming around to the fact that he kind of did want kids maybe i'm too optimistic and gracious to submit (laughs) 
I mean, and yeah, I mean, I don't think he came to that conclusion overnight. And and like you said, he's allowed to change his fucking mind after 10 years that he wants kids generally, right? That's not what is gross to me. It's just that he wants to do it simply to make his parents less angry. But they're not going to accept Jenny. If anything, all that will do is make them see him more. But Jenny's not going to be allowed to join. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. They're still they're never going to accept family or Jenny into the family. I feel like he just isn't accepting of that. Even after 10 years, it's just wild. I. He needs to get that through his thick skull. It, I We've discussed this ad nauseum and the options that they have, which are few, but you're going to be alone and you're going to live a really lonely life if you stay in India as a married couple, period. Yeah, yeah. And imagine how much even more lonely it will be when the cameras stop rolling. Like, now you don't even have production to talk to. Now you don't even have, like, money coming in from this. Like, then what happens? I don't don't know. You don't have real reasons, or sorry, you don't have fake reasons to see your sort of friends anymore. Yeah, exactly. Your rent-a-friends. Is Samit even working, though? Because, like, it feels like he's been with Jenny and her daughter and her daughter-in-law, like, every day. Yeah. I remember you're working 60 hours a week, Samit. Listen, you can't go build a business on your internet. And yeah, he's he hasn't been there. We've seen him in one fucking scene cooking this entire season. I know. Not to say that he's not working, but it's it's just funny. Like filming is his job. I know. Let's be real. I just I really do hope I think it Samit is really starting to have the epiphany that we had last season, which is Dude, you're you're in your early 30s. If your family's disowned you, you don't have kids, and like society has shunned you, and Jenny eventually is gonna pass away before him, most likely. What is he gonna do when he's like 55? He's no career, no friends, no family, no no partner. Like, that's fucking depressing to think about. I mean, if you even forget passing away, what's he going to do when he needs to take more care of her on a day-to-day basis because she's she can't do, you know, all of the stuff she needs to do to be independent anymore? I know. It it's just her her daughter's like complete commitment to Summit and Jenny's love and relationship is is kind of astounding to me as well. But I don't yeah. know. I mean, yeah. her Jenny uh, not gonna not being around like paradox like paradoxically it it's one of the reasons why he if they're going to stay in India and stay married he does need to work his ass off now yes because he's not going to be able to work as much when when she needs more assistance unless he's going to pay for someone to be around her all day and she has not taken into account at all how he's going to survive and make a living once her social security runs out. It's not like the American government is going to continue to send submit her social security after she passes away. Like what's he supposed to do then? They probably won't even fucking report it. He'll just keep collecting checks. (laughs) I just feel like Jenny isn't thinking about like submits long-term happiness at all. She's just thinking about the here and now. And I love him. So, blah, blah, blah. That's always been her MO, though. I know. 
Um, do you think Chuck's date has COVID? No, not at all. You don't? Okay. No, no, because you're at the doctor's office all day. That means you had all day to text. Yeah, that's you just true. Have, you, like, you just have COVID. It's not like you're under anesthesia getting surgery for 12 hours. I know. You could have texted him on your way to the fucking doctor. Yeah, exactly. Oh, man, and I feel crummy. I might have COVID. I got to get it checked out. I'll let you know what's going on. I mean, they were like, already in the restaurant. you're a fucking adult. Yeah. And <clears throat> Is also he dating had- an 18-year-old that just got her first fucking iPhone? <laughs> what are you talking about? And also, this woman was supposed to fly to Tampa. She doesn't live there. So, like, did she get on a plane with COVID and, like, right. fly well, to Tampa? Or is she still in her hashed. hometown? Yeah. Like, are you at a doctor's office in Tampa? Yeah. Or was she flying that morning? So, you're telling me, okay, either one thing is – one of these is true. Either you flew to Tampa and you are at a Tampa doctor's <laughs> office right now. Or you didn't even get on the fucking plane. In which case, why are you texting him only now? Yeah, you skipped your flight and you're not going to relay that information. So she's full of shit. Also, Chuck's full of shit because we know that he's had another girlfriend. She was a absolute monster of a human being on Instagram that was like... Just, super yeah. uh Don't problematic yeah super problematic but they broke it was like a year ago but don't tell me you haven't dated for 10 years Chuck. i know i know he totally we know what you were, like were, <laughs> we know what you fucking like Chuck. they were together a while too so this is like such just blatant fakery of yeah. oh i just haven't been on a date in 10 years come on man people follow you on social media we know the deal um, I have to say, too, as, as stupid as this Jova and Yara, Yara storyline is, I'm starting to think that it might be real and also that I'm fully invested in Yara's decision to stay or leave. I really hope she stays as a big fuck you to Jovi because he is being ridiculous. Well, yeah, I mean, as much as I think some of the details are are bizarre and, and obviously dumb... These people, I don't think, are very good actors. We've we've kind of had several instances where it's so clear what the the scene they're setting up is bullshit. But I I think that Jovi is really like this. I you know yeah. wh- whether this argument is as sincere as they're making it out to be, I, I think is debatable. But this is Jovi, and I th- like when he was laying face down in the bed. I think he, <laughs> he was, was really. So I, I think he was really pissed off and, and honestly kind of depressed, too, because just, I'm not I, taking his side on this at all. But it is a, a fucked up thing to hear that your spouse has been miserable for two and a half years, whether yeah, it's your is. fault or not. Like, that sucks to hear. And I think that she was over exaggerating her feelings in response to him being an over exaggerated asshole. You know, I just don't I, like we as viewers all know that Yara has been pretty miserable for the last two years. And it just is really surprising to me that Jovi doesn't know. <laughs> yeah, it's it's just like, what are your like, is what are that your Yara's fault or is that Jovi's fault for never listening to her? <laughs> right. I, I mean, look, it's 
I don't think that she's been like to call the last two and a half years miserable. I still think it's kind of a wild thing to say. Yes, there have been lots of periods of misery. Jovi's gone half the time. You could easily say half the time's been miserable. But on the other hand, it's like if you're Jovi, you're thinking to yourself, okay, even when I'm gone, you're saying that your time with our daughter's miserable. That's kind of fucked up. You're you're the one that picked our fucking apartment, but you're miserable in it, but you don't want to move. What am I supposed to do with that information? You know, I've given yeah. you, you know, you, you didn't, you've barely made any friends. The ones that you do, you have made are cokehead meth dealers. Is that my fault? I don't know. Like it's, if you're, if you're Jovi, I could see why it's a messed up thing to say. On the other hand, it's understandable that she would fire a missile at him because he's being such a controlling dick and he literally admits it. She's like, you're just, you just want to control me. And he's like, well, well, well yeah. <laughs> she, when he says you're coming back with me and that's final, I was like, oh. Like, what are you, my fucking dad when yeah, I'm an eight-year-old that wants to play Mario Brothers too long? Like, come on. Like, if my partner said that to me, I would do the opposite just to spite oh. <laughs> Oh, my wife would like get on a fucking Ryanair to Paris th- in the next <laughs> 10 days with my credit card like yeah. ready to go. <laughs> exactly. It's just I was like, I don't see y- we'll we'll see Yara's true colors of if she actually goes back or not. I just it, Jovi seems really really insecure too that she's never going to come back and she's going to keep extending and extending. But I really just think she wants to stay there another few weeks while he's at work. I really think that's it. And it's not honestly, that complicated. if he if he if he would have let this go and just been like, yeah, I'll be at work anyway, have a fun couple of weeks. I don't think he would have any worries whatsoever that she would come back. But no. but she makes a good point. Like she says, when when have I ever given occasion for you to not trust me? Was it literally just like going to look at a fake apartment on a fake part of he, the storyline? Like, part give me was a fucking fake. break. Come on. Yes. Yeah. No, it, it totally was. So if that's the basis for mistrust, you need to fucking get over it, dude. I know. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. You know, every time the holiday season rolls around, I really wish that there were some sort of life user manual that I could refer to when dealing with difficult family situations. BetterHelp Online Therapy is basically the next best thing. Unfortunately, life doesn't come with a user manual, so when it's not working for you, it's normal to feel stuck. Navigating any of life's challenges can make you feel unsure, whether it's a career change, a new relationship, becoming a parent, that was also a big one for me, or just navigating family drama around the holidays. Therapists are trained to help you figure out the cause of challenging emotions and learn productive coping skills, which makes therapy the closest thing to a guided tour of the complex engine called you. You know, therapy has really helped me, uh, especially around the holidays. I tend to uh, to definitely make sure that I, I'm carving out that time for therapy and, and also the transition into becoming a parent. I found that any big life change where I just need to talk through it with an independent party, uh, therapy has been really helpful. 
As the world's largest therapy service, BetterHelp has matched 3 million people with professionally licensed and vetted therapists available 100% online, and it's affordable. Just fill out a brief questionnaire and match with a therapist. If things aren't clicking, you can easily switch to a new therapist anytime. It could not be simpler. No waiting rooms, no traffic, no endless searching for the right therapist. Learn more and save 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com slash cray cray. That's betterhelp, B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P.com slash cray cray. And thank you so much to BetterHelp for sponsoring this podcast and this episode. CBD isn't about what you feel. It's about what you don't feel, stress, anxiety, and pain. I have been a CBD user for a couple years now because my wife and I are both terrible, terrible sleepers. And the best part about using CBD to help relieve our sleep issues is that you can travel with it. We're on the go. My wife travels a lot for business. We're traveling all over the place, going to see family, and you can bring this stuff on a plane. Our CBD brand is Feels. Feels is a better way to feel better. Feels is a premium CBD that will help keep your head clear and feel your best. It's hassle-free, delivered directly to your door. It helps naturally reduce stress, anxiety, pain, and sleeplessness, and there's no hangover or addiction. We use Feels' new CBD-infused mints for a clear-headed feeling and bonus fresh breath. In fact, Feels offers a free CBD hotline to help guide your personal experience so that you can find your perfect dose. The Feels customer service team is dedicated to make sure you get the best use of your CBD. Start feeling better with Feels. Become a member today by going to feels.com slash cray cray, and you'll get 40% off your first three months with free shipping. That's F-E-A-L-S dot com slash cray cray to become a member and get 40% automatically taken off your first three months with free shipping. Feels.com slash cray cray. Let's hop into this episode. You want to start with Jenny? <clears throat> We'll both be accepted in the U.S. <laughs> Everyone's going to look at our relationship. There's not going to be anything weird whatsoever. He can totally have a job, and then everything's going to work out. <laughs> I already Dude. told him that he's going to move to the U.S. with me, and he said, yes, yes, yes everything's great. Um. <laughs> okay. I don't want to keep upsetting your family. <laughs> yeah, they're going to be super thrilled when he's just gone. I mean, they might. Like, when Jenny tells Samit's brother and sister-in-law and father, like, yeah, we're planning on going to live in America, they don't really seem that upset. I mean, dad's like, look, you've always done whatever the hell you wanted to. You've taken your freedom to a different level. And, you know, it doesn't change the mindset of me and your mom. And he basically says it's not going to change his mind if Summit stays or if he moves. And that the mom, Summit's mom, is dead set believes that this relationship between Jenny and Summit will end in a year or two. It'll end when the cameras turn off. That's the only time it ends. Yeah. I, I honestly don't even think it has to do with the us against the world thing anymore. I think it's it's just you're getting attention. Because yeah. of the cameras and, and that's all it is. But 
yeah, I'm, I don't think that they expected that. They were, I think they were both shocked that they didn't give a shit. I, and it seems like Jenny thought that this would be her trump card. I know. Put that like, out there as a threat. Something. Yeah. It, it's like, it, I, I don't even think that she was thinking that this was a serious thing that they were thinking about until the until dad said, I don't give a shit. I mean, um, the thing is, Samit is the one shitting himself, like not from even banging Jenny, but from just the, you know, this intention to move to America. He does not have any interest in moving to the States. He's pissed that she talked to an immigration lawyer without him even knowing. And, you know, Jenny and her daughter are like on this train of like everybody in America is going to welcome you with open arms. You're welcome into our family. And Samit's like, I don't care. Like, I'm not leaving India. This is where we agreed to live. I my family is like more important to me than anything. And even if they hate my guts, I want to be geographically close to them, <laughs> like physically close. <laughs> so I, I've had a little bit of a change of heart on submit coming to the U.S. Really? How? Wait, what do you mean? Well, only in as much as like I don't think that he's going to be some commercial success here or something, but. I think that Samit likes attention. Hmm. He loves fucking attention. And That's true. he is going to get it if he moves here. Because if he moves to Palm Springs, there it's 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 not a huge town, but there's a lot of people that live there that are going to recognize him in the street. He's going to have people like wanting to take selfies with him. He's going to yeah. have people buying him drinks at restaurants. He's going to get so much fucking key. There's going to be Reddit posts of I ran into Submit and Jenny every fucking day like there is with Debbie and her goddamn Nazi. So it, he's going to like be a pig in shit if he moves here, even if he is not making any money. I think he would be totally stoked and he's going to become a massive jabri style diva overnight wow wow big statements that's my tinfoil i could see that being temporarily alluring and then he gets divorced from jenny and then gets a younger american girlfriend i really do think that's the way it would go like and then moves her ass back to india and mm -hmm. now everyone's happy because now you can go to america back and forth and you have a younger wife Still American. There's just no version of this that it turns out good for Jenny. It never was. Yeah, <laughs> Except, I just... you know, hey, I mean, she did fuck him to the point of having diarrhea. I mean, that's kind of a win. <laughs> She's just giving him diarrhea in lots of different ways by talking yeah. about this, like, moving to America plan that he hasn't agreed to in front of his family by, like, doing the cowgirl thing that they learn in Kama Sutra class. I mean... Uh, Samit I mean, just always has Jenny's, diarrhea. Jenny's mom gives, or uh, Samit's mom gives Jenny diarrhea. <laughs> Samit <laughs> cooks. Samit cooks food. He she gets diarrhea. He she fucks him. He gets diarrhea. This is a, just a big shitstorm. The entire storyline. <laughs> so I mean, it is like Samit's dad though is really good at kind of throwing him a bone a little bit because when he goes into, oh, well, the reason that your mom is so upset is because she loves you so much. You know, she wants you to be happy and marry somebody your same age. Um, society also thinks that this, this is really controversial. I think for like the American audience, because, you know, Summit's dad is saying like, 
kind of your purpose in life is to have kids and life is nothing without kids. And that's, we just don't think that here in the States, like lots of people choose not to have kids and are perfectly happy. Um, but this, I think you a know, massive amount of people in the United States think that too, but it's not a universal thing anymore. Like it was in like the fifties or something. Yeah. And he says the kids are the hook for completing the family. She is weeping day and night. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know why that makes me laugh. It's so mean. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't, it's really hard for me to discern if, Summit's parents are literally only thinking about their happiness and wanting grandkids and wanting to complete society's checklist, or if they really do think that this is going to impact Summit's future happiness as well. I think it well, is it clearly both. it is clearly going to impact Summit's future happiness. He's yeah. he's been miserable ninety percent of this relationship. He's only happy when they're taking Kama Sutra yoga classes. <laughs> I mean, what's the difference? And at between- work. <laughs> Yeah, I know. What's the difference between Jenny not wanting Summit to work and like have any type of career and Ed not wanting Liz to go back to work and have a career? You know, it's about expectations, I think. But it's not I mean, it's not that much different in a way because we shit on Jenny for not wanting him to go back to work. You know what I mean? (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) We totally shit on her for that. I mean, I, I I'm sure with with Ed, it's it's a just straight up abuse situation. It's about mm-hmm. abusive control of your fucking victim. With Jenny, it is it's it is more of a pure selfishness thing that I don't think <laughs> rises to that level because of the power dynamic in the relationship. But she controls all the money. She wants him to be available for her twenty four seven. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, I think but there are some parallels. Like, can, she does I mean, control him pretty, in a way. He doesn't have any of his own money. Yeah, but I think he is much safer to be like, nah, I'm going to do it, clearly. Yeah, that's and that's true. just go does it, and the repercussions aren't, you know, <laughs> as as yeah. uh, as bad as what Ed... I mean, Liz was living in her car before she got yeah. back with Ed. The, the entire thing is so fucked. Yeah. Um. So Jenny kind of, you know, throws out this, oh, well, we're planning on moving to America to Summit's family. And he is like kind of dumbstruck by this. And then Summit throws it right back at her and says, well, I'm. No, I want kids. <laughs> I, yeah, I think I want kids. <laughs> and uh. Jenny is like, what? Oh, it's funny. Uh, uh, I mean, this is then, but, but he admit, again. He does this fucked up thing where he just straight up admits, yeah, you know, maybe you guys would love me if I had a kid. God, that's dark. I know it is really um, dark. I, it's, it's, again, it's difficult to parse what Summit actually wants for himself. The only thing that we've seen him want are two things. Kama Sutra yoga class and uh, the having like going back to work, he wants to be productive. Those are really the only two wants that we've ever heard him voice that he definitely wants for himself. So basically, he's a thirty-year-old man. He wants yeah. to bang a lot and work. Yeah, great. He should do both those things. And you know, if Jenny doesn't understand his motivations then she should date someone that's 65 years old this is what i mean it just it's hard when there is like 
there are lots of couples, real couples that have a big age gap and have made it work and love each other a lot. You know, like I have friends that are 20 years apart. It, it does present challenges <laughs> because when you're in a different phase of life, you want to do different shit. And that's just kind of something you have to work through. And this is a really big age gap. And yeah, they're in completely, their wants and needs on a daily basis are just completely different. It's hard. It's not just about what, how you want to spend your day. I mean, it seems like Jenny would be content to just sit around all day and that's what not, she does and do nothing and submit, you know, to his credit has some goals. I think, um, he remembers the days when he was Michael Jones, you know, <laughs> he doesn't want that to be his fate forever. <laughs> yeah. And Jenny in her mind is like, I've already accomplished my goals. Like I've, I'm not like wealthy or something, but I've raised kids and I have grandkids yeah. and I'm good. I had my career. I want to yeah. hang out and argue with fruit vendors, you know? <laughs> That's basically the dream of Polish father-in-law's retirement. He does yeah. it almost every day in Poland. <laughs> By the way, Polish um, father-in-law is biking across Italy right now, Kim. That's fucking bananas. Um, I know. Good the for guy's him. guy's like 70 years old. Yeah. Meanwhile, I'm just... I'm not worried getting, about him. <laughs> just getting fatter and fatter in wood over here. <clears throat> <laughs> um, Summit's... Yeah, so this is messed up, too, because Summit did discuss, like, this adopting a child plan with Amit, his brother, and Shri, the sister-in-law, but he has never discussed it with Jenny. So she's just, like, wildly taken aback. I can't no believe I can't, I can't believe Jenny went behind my back to talk to an attorney. Meanwhile, you fucking <laughs> have been talking to your bros about adopting. Oh, and let's not forget the time that he went to their fucking lawyer to delay them getting married. Do you remember that? That was great. That was great television. Shut the fuck up, Submit. Um, Jenny's daughters also, sorry, I forgot to mention this. They're like crying after this family dinner like we didn't make a difference it's heartbreaking to watch somebody beg for love i'm like wow you guys are really like torn up about this like whoa i yeah it's woof. no i don't know anyway um it, it's kind of like narcissistic to believe that you could change <laughs> dad's mind after, after 10 years this. of of pain and sorrow yeah they literally married him off to another woman that he didn't even know to try to get him away from jenny yeah yeah like you think your sob story is gonna no it's not gonna work so they go to this what was it called shikwa haveli this Correct. like it's kind of like a noble mansion from it's a place to film hundreds of years ago yeah it's a beautiful place to film um they talk about the family dinner submits just he's he makes it very clear he doesn't want to move to america and i feel like they're kind of trying to convince him yeah the you know look i mean i understand I understand Jenny's point where she's like, look, I did it. I'm yeah. a 64 year old grandma. I give up everything. But that was always the terms of the relationship. You know, it, it was yeah. it's uh, in, in the, the last 10 years, moving to the United States was never on the table. 
So why should she expect him to just automatically accept this and as just gospel that um this is this is going to happen you know it yeah. took it took a long time for her to to realize that she wanted to move to india so even if it is kind of one-sided and unfair you have to at least give him some time i think that they've had a good run like <laughs> you're, you're just yeah. like get divorced I'm, i really it. think they should i'm like <laughs> I don't know. I Jenny Jenny says that Summit's just scared of everything. And I don't know that's that kind, that's I mean it's true. kind of a big fuck. I mean, yes, he's scared of losing his parents. Yeah. Is it that crazy? And he's scared of moving to another country where he knows nobody and it's very cutthroat and there's no support systems anywhere except Jenny. Is that that sounds kind of scary to me? Yeah, I, mean, I would be scared. I mean, we know he's not afraid of zip lining. Yeah. Um, he also doesn't know how the, his adoption plan is going to work. He's like, well, look, in two years, I'm going to be 35. I want to have kids by then. And I want to have them in India. He's <laughs> like, what the fuck? What the I fuck mean, is wrong with you? <laughs> yeah, this is. I, they have just not been communicating their wants and needs to each other. It's pretty wild. Uh it, this is where Summit, you can kind of see the wheels turning, that he's having this epiphany. Oh, I'm going to be older. And like, Jenny is much older than me. And so when I'm her age, I'm not going to have anyone because my family has disowned me. Society has shunned me. And I have no kids. So I literally have no one. And I mean, do you really think Jenny's daughters are going to support Hell him in no. his old age? I, I don't either. No. He just submit needs to divorce and move on. Quickly. Love is not enough. It's not. It's not at all. Um, you know, Jenny says, if you wanted kids, why did you marry me? And I <laughs> You've been I grooming him since he was like 22. <laughs> yeah. And like on the one hand, you know, people change quite a lot since from 22 to like 35 or however old Submit is now. But I agree in as much as like they just got married pretty recently. And so he never had this thought until just now. I know. It seems a little bit hard to believe it. And he's even admitted a couple of times he's only doing it. He's, he's not, I don't think he really wants kids. This is like a means to an end for him, which is a terrible reason to have a child. Yeah. Sure is. Um, anything else about these two? It's just amazing that both of them, say on camera, I wouldn't have married this person if I knew X. When I they've know. been fucking known each other for 11 goddamn years. Oh my God, it's so long. That's and almost I as do, long as I, I, I've known my wife for 12 years. Like, they've known I, each other for that long they're just finding out basic like value propositions now. Well, I do think that those values have evolved over time, which is normal. Like, you know, my desire yeah. to have children changed over the last 11 years. I can tell you that. Like, lots of things change. You know, where you want to live, the vision that you see for your retirement. Like, those sure. things change and evolve, like, as you get older. But you're supposed to see that evolution as a couple. With your partner. Yes. <laughs> like, <laughs> this should not be a shock to you. Like, I'm not saying you're not allowed to change. I'm just saying that 
that the fact that it's a shock to either of them makes them so stupid. It it yeah, it's wild. Uh, you want to talk Jovi, Jovina? Speak English. Dude, if he says speak English one more time, this is so infuriating because, like, it's really awkward to speak. Like, can you imagine if you and I both spoke French fluently and we're in France and our French friends keep saying, speak French to each other. Like, it's so awkward to speak your non-native language with a native language speaking friend. You know In what I mean? another country, too. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, and I loved Yara's comeback. She's like, dude. Learn fucking my my language. We've been together forever. You haven't made any effort. Fair enough. Half of the people there speak Ukrainian, or they may be as we, as we discussed a couple of weeks ago. I I I don't know the difference, but we know that they were speaking Russian to each other. Um, mm-hmm. So they're speaking Ukrainian or Russian to each other in another country. Who fucking cares? It's, I mean, it's not like they're, they weren't even talking shit this time. (laughs) Joby's like super paranoid that they're just talking shit about him and conspiring against him constantly. The real reason that he wants them to speak English is because he's insanely fragile and and insecure. Talmadge, too, looks rough. This dude looks like he's like 47 Hard years old. Hard drinking, man. Hard he looks drinking. like he's been on like a 10-day bender. Because he just, has. Oh, my God. And if he says, if he talks about their fucking vowels one more time, this dude is snorting coke off a stripper's boob like vowels. every other fucking day. Do not talk. Do not give your like Christ almighty speech to me with your freaking vowels. Like, tell me you, you suck. I love it every time Yara points out, Talmadge, you've never been married, right? Yeah. <laughs> Talmadge so hasn't even had a serious up. girlfriend in his 47 years of age. Like, I just, this guy is unbelievable. Ugh, so gross. He reminds me of somebody that I hate, and so he's really triggering for me. I, I, I don't know. Of course, Joby, too, has to make the woman driver snide comment as we get into the car and Yar's driving them up the mountain. Like, yeah, you guys are wasted all the time. You Europe has like Germany in particular, zero tolerance for drunk driving. Like zero. She's probably doesn't. Does she say something about they were having beers for, they probably had beers for breakfast again. Yeah. Yeah. Jody said it. So of course she's going to (laughs) drive. Come on. Oh, God, dude. I'm nervous. Yara's driving. Woman driver. So tired. Please stop it. Come on. I, she, Yara says she's taking Jovi and Talmadge to rehab. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. That Seriously. would probably be a more productive use of time. Um, so it, when they get out of the car, what did you think about Jovi trying to, like, actively hug Yara? And she kind of, like, a voice she like dodges him <laughs> what are you doing Jovi? she's like i hate you you're annoying yeah get the fuck out of here <laughs> you're annoying as fuck <laughs> she like kind of hates him i i don't know if these two are gonna stay married honestly it's just funny because she's like i hope that a nice walk with clean air will release some tension and then two seconds later she's like get the fuck away from me i hate you she's like actively a avoiding his embrace it's really funny 
she says I don't like you. <laughs> What's to like, you know? <laughs> I know. It's true. He, so Karina asks Jovi again why he can't why Yara can't stay. And Jovi never has any reason. He's like, she needs to come home with with her family. Yeah. Fam- what? Family stuff and vows and uh, you know, th- th- uh airplanes you know (laughs) (laughs) i'm like by family you mean you jovi because her mom is here there's no other family except your daughter who's staying with her but vows and stuff yeah this is where talmage you've been miserable what you did vows you committed to my boy to my boy (laughs) to my boy so you need to always be together. That's what Talmadge says. You made then, a commitment to Jovi, <laughs> so you need to always be together. Never be apart, except for like those four-month increments where he's on a yeah. ship and you no, don't and the, see yo, him. Karina's <laughs> like, yeah, he says, you, have all, you guys always have to be together. And then Karina responds, Talmadge, he has to go right to work for like three months, dude. <laughs> I know we're all still getting our holiday shopping done and also thinking about our New Year's resolutions. And one thing I've always wanted to get into is composting. But I don't know where to start. This whole thing seems so freaking complicated. And did you know there's a worm shortage? Like, yes, that's an actual thing. There's a worm shortage. And wait, do I need worms for composting? I don't even know. Like, where do I buy these things? I'm not sure. If you're like me and your neighbors probably wouldn't appreciate a small farming operation uh, that smells bad happening in your postage stamp backyard, but you really want to get into composting, or maybe your wife or husband or partner has really wanted to get into it, you really need a Lomi. A Lomi makes composting accessible to anyone. I promise you. It's so simple. It's a little electric machine that sits on your countertop, and it's about the size of a crock pot. Lomi allows me to turn my food scraps into magical, magical dirt with the push of a button in under four hours. I have one on my countertop and Kyle just bought one for his wife for Christmas. I actually hope she's not listening to this right now because I've just spoiled her Christmas surprise, but um, he will soon have one as well. Uh, You want to know more about this magical countertop composter? Well, it's electric, and I promise there is no smell. I am super sensitive to bad smells, and it's also very quiet when it runs. For those of us with babies and small children in the house, I know that's important. I've noticed I have so much less garbage every week because my kid ends up like flinging food everywhere or dropping an entire bowl of rice on the floor. I don't have to throw it in the garbage anymore. I just pop it in the loamy, and it makes super nutrient-rich dirt for my houseplants, which is incredible. My houseplants have never looked better. So if you're the type of person like me that has a million plants and sometimes they look sad, I promise you get this loamy and use your composting dirt to fertilize them. Um, I also had a bunch of people over for dinner the other night. You know, it's the holidays. I'm having a lot of dinner parties and it made cleaning up all the food so easy. And I felt so good that I didn't have like half of a trash bag full of food that just goes in a landfill. Instead, I just popped it in my Lomi. 
If you want to start making a positive environmental impact or just make clean up after dinner that much easier, Lomi is perfect for you. Head to Lomi.com slash cray or use the promo code cray to get $50 off your Lomi. That's $50 off when you head to L-O-M-I.com slash cray That's Lomi, L-O-M-I dot com slash cray cray and use promo code cray cray at checkout food waste is gross and Lomi is your solution with the holidays just around the corner Lomi will make the perfect gift for someone on your shopping list go to Lomi.com slash cray cray today for $50 off if you listen to this podcast you've probably heard me talk about pros the world's most personalized hair care I've seen incredible results with Pros, so let me tell you more about my customized Pros products. I used to have quite dull and dry hair. I live in a dry climate, so finding the right moisture level is really hard. Since I started using Pros, I get compliments on my hair all the time. It's shinier, smoother, softer. It's definitely not dry anymore. Pros knows that there is more to you than just your hair type. Pros has given over 1 million consultations with their in-depth hair quiz, which is how I got started. I mean, who doesn't love a quiz? I definitely love a quiz. And this quiz is very fun. It asks you not just a lot of questions about your hair, but your unique circumstances, especially about like where you live. Do you live in a dry climate like I do? Do the seasons change? Is winter coming? And then it affects your hair. Um, you know, if you've moved recently and maybe you don't know the pollution level where you live, something like that, it's going to affect your hair. Hair. And by analyzing over 85 personal factors, Pros determines a unique blend of ingredients to treat your exact concerns. Pros also has a review and refine feature, and it lets me tweak my formulas for any reason if I change an address, or if I dye my hair, or change my diet. As a carbon neutral certified B Corp, Pros is an industry leader in clean and responsible beauty. All of their ingredients are sustainably sourced, ethically gathered, and cruelty free. They're also the first custom beauty brand to go carbon neutral. If you're not 100% positive that Pros is the best hair care you've ever had, they will take the products back, no questions asked. Pros is the healthy hair regimen with your name all over it. Take your free in-depth hair consultation and get 15% off your order today. Go to pros.com slash cray cray. That's P-R-O-S-E dot com slash cray cray for your free in-depth hair consultation and 15% off pros.com slash cray cray. Uh, so let's talk the most fun. I mean, honestly, I feel like the apex of this was last week when we found out that Muhammad had not been consulted. This week was just awkward because no, I totally, I agree. This kid could not be cuter yeah. And it looks like we're witnessing a potential kidnapping. <laughs> like, like, if you ever wanted to know what the start of a human trafficking situation looked like, I mean, this is, you have a little bit of a blueprint here for, for some cases. <laughs> Just like, the guys, like, look, I understand that this is acceptable in African culture. We've heard that many times. And even Muhammad says, like, this is not completely crazy, but... It's the way that they went about it. And Kimberly, the funniest part is 
Like, thank God that Kim Bali understands how dark yeah. this is. She does. She's <laughs> like, what the fuck are you doing? Uh, maybe I'm mad at you because we're going to go tell your brother that some white lady is here to kidnap your baby. <laughs> yeah, it's literally what she, why are you mad at me? Why won't you put lotion on my feet? Uh, Yeah, because <laughs> you're going to make me look like an insane person and a kidnapper. Yes. Also, like Kim, ba- her her being super mad at him while wearing a shirt of his own face is, is kind of just like perfect. the that's just the theme of their entire storyline, isn't it? Yeah, it's great. I mean, Jamal, I have never seen a person like so accurately depict the thoughts of the audience. Like when Jamal's out by the pool, I assume because he's jet lagged and he can't sleep and Usman goes out there because he's letting Kimberly cool down. And, you know, Usman tells Jamal like, oh, your mom's upset that I didn't tell Muhammad about the adoption plan. And Jamal's like, yeah, yeah, it doesn't look good. Usman (laughs) kind of fucked up. And And, he has to explain to Usman what lying by omission is. Right, right. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And uh, yeah, I don't like Jamal kind of implies something a little bit strange when he he kind of implies that it's a cultural Nigerian thing to lie by omission. And I thought that was a little bit presumptuous of him. I mean, we've we've seen two examples of that, you know. My my cow and Usman, but to just say like all of Nigerians do that and it's a cultural difference is a little bit weird. But he's totally right about him specifically. He does this constantly, mm-hmm. and he's like, I never lie to Kimberly. Well, yeah, but come on, man, it's it's almost the same thing. And yeah. um, and again, like the, the thing that we say all the time about why these relationships break down or why they're miserable once they tie the knot is because he's right. They've been in vacation mode forever. Half of the time they spent together was on a beach in Tanzania while he was filming his music video. The other <laughs> half, they were traveling to Sokoto and it's they're in the, like a luxury hotel instead of the place that he lives because he shits in a bucket. So <laughs> it's just, they've never like actually really lived together. And when they do yeah. stay, even in the same room, they don't bang. And it looks like next week she takes her ring off for the 12th fucking time. Oh, so yeah, let's God. adopt a kid. Sure. Kyle, their issues have gotten so much better. So Oh, sorry. So much better. They're totally stable enough to bring a child into the relationship. If, if I'm Jamal saying it's gotten so much better just makes me more frightened, honestly. I know. Um, uh, <laughs> Jamal is just... It's hilarious to me that Jamal goes with them to meet Muhammad. Um, <laughs> I don't know why. I think it's I. I think he goes because again, remember when when Kimberly was like, "I'm I was in the military and my kid is half black." Everyone was like, "Oh, okay, we're cool with you now." I think she's yeah. bringing Jamal for like for like clout in this conversation. I'm That's serious. So Oh my gosh. She's like trotting him out. She's trotting him out. She's like, look, look, look at this guy. I did that. So let me, let me have your kid. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Yeah. Muhammad is really funny too, because he asks Usman like right away, like, why did you invite me and my whole family here? (laughs) And Usman's like, so 
Turns out polygamy, not legal in the U.S. So we got to find an alternative. So uh, you give me Mahati, yeah? And, and the thing is, like, when he says, so why did you invite me here? Keep in mind, Muhammad lives in Sokoto. They flew yeah. to this fucking meeting. It's not like they just walked down the street to a park to film. <laughs> like, they flew out here for this shit. <laughs> I know. I know. It's, uh, it's... I was thinking you give your child to us to adopt. That's a great, Muhammad? that's a, just a great <laughs> opening salvo. Very convincing. Um, totally sounds like you've thought this whole thing through. And you know, what's funny last week we were, we've been speculating for two weeks. Like, okay, it must be like a baby, right? It must be like a one-year-old. No, this is a fucking four-year-old that is going to remember <laughs> his parents and is like clearly attached to them. And also they have a younger kid too. I know. I know. They have a baby. Mahadi isn't even the spare. <laughs> He wants to like he wants to take his like fucking firstborn kid. It's it's so at horrible. Least, at least with that wife. I don't know if Muhammad has multiple wives. No, she we looks don't much know younger. how many kids. Yeah, I wish they would explain like, does he have a second wife? Does he have other kids? Either way, this I thought they were very gracious, Muhammad and his wife. I would have been like, what the fuck? All Muhammad said is, huh? Huh? <laughs> and Usman's like, oh, don't worry. We're going to take uh, great care of him. And he's like, I mean, give you thanks? what? How? <laughs> We're going to take care of him? Isn't that kind of fucking implied? Do you really <laughs> have to say, yeah, we're not going to just let him starve or nothing? Like, what? It's <laughs> horrifying. And like, now Kimberly has like actually started to believe that she really does want to adopt this child, you know? And so she's like, well, Muhammad's Kim, it looks—it's a good-looking child. So, yeah, it, I'm gonna <laughs> remember her fucking it, speech from last week. Uh, like, we have to have a connection. Like her bar is literally that it's not an uggo. That's it. This child is freaking adorable. I would. Muhammad's wife is very gracious. She doesn't say like "go fuck yourself." She's like, well. <laughs> I'm going to have to think about uh. this and consult some people <laughs> because we need the child to be raised in our religion. Well, Kyle, Kimberly is not going to convert uh, to Muslim. No, absolutely. I will not convert to be Muslim. I will not be Muslim person convert. How, how many episodes do you think it's going to take for her to be like, well, I looked into being to converting to Islam. I think it's going to take two hours. Like, yeah. literally. Like, she just, she's going to be like, well, I've already taken the online class. You're going to get this done while I'm here. I mean, Muhammad's in shock, though. He's just like, yeah, he's I like, mean, I, this kid needs to be raised in our religion and our culture. I don't know what to tell you. On the and, one hand, it is kind of funny that they didn't say, no, we love him too much. They kind of say, well, he needs to be, he needs to be Islamic. On the other hand, I think they're trying to effect like effectively let them down gently yes, right exactly yeah. <laughs> they're trying to be polite actually i think and yeah jamal yeah. even points this out in a later conversation he says oh you know muhammad's so peaceful um yeah he's such a peaceful guy and you guys just kind of ambushed him with this demanding to steal his child <laughs> like, 
convert was, to Muslim. <laughs> it was an astute observation. Um, anyway, so <clears throat> uh, Kimberly, they want the child. Oh, well, they want the child raised Muslim and I'm not Muslim. Uh oh, for, I'm not and Muslim for 10 minutes. <clears throat> Kimberly like seems to think this is the end of the conversation and Usman as usual, is like, we're just starting the bargaining process, Kimberly. Like, this is going to be an ongoing conversation until I get what I want. And I do wonder if Muhammad will acquiesce at some point because he's just going to keep hounding them about this. He has a he has a strange way of just hounding people constantly and they always give in for in some way, don't they? I know. It's, it's, I know. It's kind of a skill. <laughs> Hello, lovely listeners. Are you sad that this podcast is just about over? If you want to listen to Kyle and I talk about this trashy trash garbage show for even more hours every week, sign up for our premium podcast feed, either via Patreon or with our 30-second sign-up on Supercast. It's only $5 a month. It's extremely easy to sign up for and add to the podcast app of your choice. Supercast and Patreon both walk you right through it. Think of it as a Christmas gift to yourself. You'll get an extended version of this podcast weekly, usually 1.5 to 2 hours long, and our B-Sides episode, which drops on Wednesday, where we discuss more 90-day gossip and are currently covering Single Life, Love During Lockup, soon to be Love After Lockup with the new season, and any other viral shows that come up, most recently Love is Blind. You'll also get full access to our complete archive podcast catalog. So what are you waiting for? It's the holiday season. You should treat yourself. Visit realitycraycray.com to sign up now. That's realitycraycray.com. Well, another great episode. I had fun talking about it. I did too. It was, it was slow. This, this week was, last week was really good. This week was slower. They're saving. I think that they're saving the ultimate scene to be this therapy session with family Libby for next week. And then I think it's done. I don't think there's an episode on Christmas day, which is a Sunday. And then we know for a fact that part one of the tell all is on new year's day. What better way to kick off the new year? No, (laughs) no news of what's coming next, but we are really hoping to find out soon. So, yeah. So yeah. we will be we will we will be back next week. We will not have an episode Christmas and our New Year's Day episode will be a couple days late. And again, yeah. sorry not sorry. That's the breaks. Yeah. Um thanks to our sponsors. Again, check out check out Lomi if you've been wanting to get into composting. It's really cool. You can use Cray Cray to get $50 off. We and they pros. have a they have a Christmas special right now too, so you can get one for about uh, almost a third off right now, which is it's a uh, which is great a great deal. Yeah. yeah, so I think you paid what three sixty seven for yeah with the deal. I just so, I just um, got one for the wife. Yeah, and if you think it's weird that I'm buying a composter for my wife, you do not know my wife. This is this is something that <laughs> she's going to scream when she opens this thing. I was so excited. excited. I was excited to get mine. It's like a magical thing. Um, you know, we got feels, we got better help, we've got pros deals. Check the show notes for all those. Um, these are all things we need around the holiday season. So 
And by the way, uh, if you're if you're a Patreon subscriber, our codes are almost always cray cray. Yeah. If you're wanting to take advantage of the savings on these websites, it's it, like 99% of the time, it's like you add it to your car and at checkout, you just put in a code. So those are our, those are our sponsors. That's where we have deals going right now. Thanks for listening. We will talk to y'all next week. Bye, guys.